Hey guys, welcome to episode 61, Five Ways to Get on Track. In my work as a mental health therapist, I'm constantly in contact with people who are trying to get their life in order. And we all want our life in order. It doesn't feel good when it's not in order. Um, a lot of things that are causing lack of order in our life sometimes are external things. Uh, people in our lives that are causing difficulties, situations that are causing difficulty, work, job, family, personal, etc. And sometimes there's internal things, our own upheaval. So I want to give you five tips to help you get back on track. So number one is called self-responsibility. And this is a lotus of focus. We want our focus to be on ourselves and what we can do because indeed most of our life is helpless in, the, in, a, in, in a certain way because we are at the whim of nature sometimes, although we could sh- seek shelter. We are at the whim of uh, financial circumstances that might be outside of our control. We're at the whim of other people's uh, thoughts, feelings, and actions. And so what I want to help do is start empowering you towards thinking more about your own self-responsibility. I can't control how people treat me always, but I can control how I react and how I treat others. And so when we create a focus on ourselves and what we can do to make ourselves better, then we start to feel better and less helpless and less like victims, and we become a lot more productive that way. This mindset could really shift a lot for you, and so I always start with self-responsibility. You are responsible for your own happiness, for your own success, and for taking care of yourself. Number two is social network. Social network is something that, you know, we give credence to family, friends. So Watch out, vehicle stopped on shoulder ahead. When you're going through a hard time in life, what you need to do is make a list of people that you trust, people that are in your network. In one mile, stay to the left to New Jersey Turnpike North, cars only. Reach out to those people in a way that they know that you're relying on them as a support team and try to define a role about what they are, whether it's a family member, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandparent, parent, etc. Spouse, reach out to that person, let them know as much as you're comfortable. Now, one thing I always find is very interesting from speaking to my clients and kind of getting a almost no holds bar. There are some clients that are embarrassed to talk about things and we'll get to the therapy part in a minute. Um, but what I find is that people have certain people on their support team that they talk to. For example, they'll talk to their mom about, you know, these certain topics, but they won't go stay to the left to New Jersey Turnpike North cars only. But there are certain areas that are just off limit and each person they talk to, they have different rules and different things that they're willing to talk about. And there are different rules and different things for what they're not willing to talk about. And that's fine. Continue straight for 45 minutes to US 46. I-80, exits 15, E-15, X-16, E-18, E, Lincoln Tunnel. That's fine. Just make sure that you're meeting all of your emotional needs between everyone. Um, Yeah, it's true. Sometimes it's hard for people to help you if they don't have the full picture. But what I mean to say is that it's okay. Certain people on your support team you're willing to talk to about certain parts, and there are other things about yourself or or situation or challenges or emotional challenges framework that you're not willing to talk about with certain people. That's perfectly fine and normal, and there's nothing wrong with that. I want to encourage you to only talk about what you're comfortable with with those people. Number three is get good therapy. 
Now, I say the word good therapy, which is not redundant because there's a lot of bad therapy and cheap therapy and, and, <laughs> and dysfunctional therapy. Find someone that is trustworthy and experienced in helping you and be as open and honest as you can. I always say for my supervisor and someone who's really impacted my practice, Dr. Michael Friedman, I'm very grateful to. And he always says, we're only as sick as the secrets that we keep. And this is really important because so often, I, I, I can't tell you how often this happens, you know, clients come back and say, well, not being honest, let's talk about this. And that's just so healthy that they could own that. And then we talk about, you know, what was so uncomfortable, etc. A lot of times people are embarrassed about things. Um, what I try not to do is I try not to create an environment where the client feels pressure to be making progress because sometimes that also encourages the client subconsciously or sometimes consciously not to share with us their falls and their negative things that are going on. But we want to have an open and um, supportive environment where they're allowed to fall and they're allowed to be open and honest about their mistakes. But the more a client discloses about their inner upheaval and and framework, uh, the more we could effectively help them. So that's a really important thing. Aside for your emotional support team of friends and family, have a therapist that you trust that you can really talk to and take responsibility, leaning in from uh, the first component, take responsibility to ensure that the therapy is working the way you want it. I had a client that came in my office and told me about the therapy that they wanted. Um, I listened, I respected it, I validated it. They felt, they felt that very clearly. And I also said, um, I have an eclectic background and based on the presenting problems, I might suggest other ways to deal with it. Are you okay with that? And the client said, yes, but I really want to make sure you really talk to me about that. And they talked to me about the modality that they want, that they wanted, which I was very familiar with, but I didn't think it was going to help them. However, I've no, I know from my experience that that doesn't really matter because they were convinced that this modality was going to help. And so I leaned out of my own comfort zone and I kept working with them using that modality. Um, and we ended up having a very effective dynamic that really, really helped the client in very good ways. And again, I, I have a very healthy, open atmosphere that I talk to them and you're the expert in your life and I'm the expert in interventions and skills, but I certainly respect your requests about whether you want to go psychodynamic or be more cognitive or be more trauma-focused. Excuse me. So that was a really good match for both of us because this client was able to advocate for what they needed and I was able to respond to it and it really worked very effectively. So don't be afraid to, to voice your opinion about what you need, not necessarily that you're obsessed with a certain uh, modality, but that just, you know, I think this would be helpful. And that is a really, really healthy thing in a, in a uh, environment. Number four is stay busy. One of the greatest causes of mental breakdowns are people that are unemployed, people that are not going to work, people that are not spending their day productively. Whatever you do, whether you're retired or whether you are disabled and unable to work or whether you are able to work full-time, part-time or a student, you have to keep yourself busy. Yes, excuse me, we both understand that there are going to be times that people have health issues or other things that prevent them from working, and I'm not contradicting that, but you need to keep yourself mentally and physically as occupied as possible in whatever is healthy for you. 
And so by keeping yourself busy, this will help get you back on track and help bring more meaning and stability to your life. People that are bored get into a lot of trouble. They go crazy and they do stupid things. I don't mean crazy like necessarily uh, being put in a inpatient, but sometimes that could be a result as well. People that are sitting around not using their day productively are at risk, higher risk of hurting themselves and hurting other people. And the other part of it is that in order to feel productive as human beings, we need to be doing things actively that promote our well-being and promote our making progress. And finally, the last thing, uh, which I would suggest for helping stabilize yourself, is your health and wellness. And your health and wellness is that healthy eating, healthy sleeping habits, if there's an issue there, get it checked out. Get a physical. Don't be afraid to go to the doctor. A lot of times, health issues get in the way and are causing mental health moods, etc. There was an interesting twin study that I read recently where uh, they talked about mental health being actually one of the least hereditary things, um, meaning that, you know, skin color, eye color, uh, even some personality traits were related. But the relation of mental health issues in people, twins that were separated at birth, was only a 50% correlation, which means actually that a lot of mental health things are brought out based on situation. Now, it's true that there are some biological factors that have a disposition for, let's say, depression or anxiety or bipolar or other things. And there's also some nurture of the family of origin that you're raised in will nurture certain parts of your psyche. However, the general uh, concept of self-care as a method for stabilizing yourself should certainly be first and foremost in your mind. And so to summarize, ways that you can help get yourself back on track, summer is coming to an end. People are looking for ways to really feel better about themselves is to start off with self-responsibility, develop a support team where it's okay to have certain things that go to certain people and other things that are just not comfortable for them and that's fine. Get yourself a trusted and experienced mental health therapist who can help you and take a look at keeping yourself busy throughout the day and productive and look at your health and hygiene and personal habits as a method for helping stabilize yourself. I hope you find this helpful. If there's anything that you think that I could do to help you, I'm happy for you to reach out. Police reported ahead. Please feel free to get in touch with me and we will talk about working together. Have a great day and enjoy.